She was a smart woman. She been a, you know, she was a, she was a, she was a socialite, but socialite, uh, uh, an embroidist, a, a former uh, ballet uh, dancer with the Rockettes on well. on uh, Radio City. Mm. Yeah, and, and she had her wits. Everyone How old saying, was no. she at this time? She was in her eighties. A tough lady, though. Wow. Tough lady. Oh, right? tough lady. She'll let you know. She'll give you what for, you know. Um, so that's what you know. Coupled with all that, we knew something was amiss here. So, um, so we we start looking for Manny Guerin. Mm-hmm. That's the name we have. We start looking. The sketch is done. It's put out to the newspaper. We're, we're calling hospitals. We're doing searches. We're doing all that for Manny. For, for Manny Guerin. Uh, Manny Guerin. So make a long but the, story the name short. Check, nothing came up on Manny. No, we did. They did all kinds of name checks. Nothing. Nothing came up. Um, so. Couple of days go by. I think it was a Tuesday. Um, it gets to the media, and a detective, unbeknownst to us, on the on another case for um, a bad uh, a grand larceny for a vehicle. The Utah police is with NYPD. He wasn't a New York City cop with the vehicle, right? He was from another state. It was from another state. So they had, they had law enforcement from another state trailing the Kimeses for a vehicle that they didn't pay for, mm-hmm. basically. It was fraudulently paid for. So they arrest them for that. This out-of-state agency, along with NYPD, like a joint task force, mm-hmm. arrest the Kimeses while we're working on this missing And where, where physically did the arrest take place? Uh, the Hilton Hotel on 6th Avenue. Wow. Oh. Sure. So they yeah. stayed in the city. So they stayed in the city, yeah. So they wound up processing them for that case and... The detective, or a detective who was watching the news when we put on the news that Tuesday, saw that the missing was Irene Silverman. They had ID on them oh, that right. had Irene, Irene Silverman's <clears throat> passport, Social Security, whatever it was. So when he got arrested, Kenny, he had a bag on him, right? And inside that bag, yeah. I think he tried to hand it off, too. <laughs> he checked it. He checked it at the Plaza Hotel. Oh, he checked we, it in. We didn't, so yeah, it wasn't we didn't part find of it until later. Yeah. He didn't bring it up to the room. He did not bring it up to the room. He had checked it. So that bag could have stayed there forever. Yeah, but he, he might have taken it out and, and brought it back, mm-hmm. you know, because we were missing a key piece of evidence towards the end, which was the, uh, the forged title of the, the, um, mm-hmm. the townhouse, which we found in that bag, along with other documents. All right, so to give us a little bit of um, history on who we're dealing with right now, you said the Utah detective had teamed up uh, well, he got bur- he got burnt on a car deal. Right. Irene right. Sil- I mean, not Irene Silverman. Sante Kimes, the mother of Kenny, she she was buying cars off this guy for a while. Right. And on this particular deal, uh, she had promised him a check, which she did give him, but the check bounced. <laughs> but the, from what I read, that the guy, you know, he got pissed off. But I don't think he he really didn't believe that she, she tried to rip him off. It just so happened that. She was giving it from a, a fraudulent bank account, right. which was closed, and she didn't know it. They were investigating it. Isn't that the that, case? Yeah, that, that's what she told him. Okay. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, she knew exactly what she was doing. So she was bouncing. These people yeah. were, uh, when we use the term grifters, grifters is, is um, con people. Yeah. The, lo- right. the long con. Right, yeah. the long con, exactly. And uh, she, was, she was pretty smooth, this lady, and she, she, were her, she did it with her son. Right. The two of them were basically run, bouncing around from but state to state. But she had also state. been married to a multimillionaire. Yeah. What, what right? happened was, yeah, she she had she loved the power, she loved the fame, she loved the money when she was married to uh, the Kimes, the father. The father. I think it's Kenny Senior. He passes away 
she needs someone else, who does she latch on but to? But didn't, didn't she inherit a lot of money? Well, no, no, she didn't get nothing. She went to jail, actually, for, for kidnapping, for oh, that's keeping what she a housekeeper. Tortured housekeepers. And during that time, Kenny went and lived with um, a, a foster family who happened to have been an L.A. cop. How old was he? At that I think time? he was in his teens. His teens, maybe his, uh, like, 13, 14, So his mother 15. goes to prison. Right. And he goes to live with a foster family. Right. And from what from I'm read, he had a, a nice time over there. He had there. a great time. He was time. happy. He, he was, was adjusting. Yes. He was like a normal person. He was thriving. Because the yeah. mother, uh, Sante, she was uh, overbearing, to say the least. To say the least, is right. Yeah, so she comes out of prison and says, all right, I want my son back. They used to sleep in the same bed, right? Well, that comes later on down the road, yeah. During this uh, crime spree from Utah to New York, yeah, what they would do is they would pick up um, like homeless people and use them. For whatever errands that they wanted, like almost, and they promised them payment and never paid them. So, <laughs> but uh, right? so funny. Yeah. So, um, so the detective finds Irene Silverman's identification on Kenny and Santa after they get locked up uh -huh. in a Utah warrant. A little sloppy. So, right? Little sloppy. Uh, needless to say, uh, the inspector at the time, Resnick, was pissed. You know, because well, what was he pissed at? Well, that they had this and they arrested him like two days before. And they didn't tell you about it. Well, they never bought it to fo follow up who Irene Silverman was. Right. So they had an old woman's identification and no one made any phone calls. That's bad they investigation. They might have had a reason. I don't, I don't know. Well, that's not good investigation. It's not. You, you might want to find out yeah, who she is. Yeah. So anyway, we finally put the case together. We identify Sante and, and uh, Kenneth Kimes. So that started the ball rolling as far as, you know, all right, well, what happened to him? Of course, uh, when they were arrested and we later uh, connected them, we had to get to them to interview them before they were arraigned for the... Uh, so they have counsel. Or else yeah. they have counsel. Right. So I ran down there with... So um, they're being held in the tombs right now, probably. Well, right? Kenny's in the tombs. Sante is still... Um, she's still at the, uh, the office of uh, where they locked her up and brought it to whatever, down at the Federal Plaza, I think. 26 Federal Plaza. Yeah, I think 26 yeah. Federal Plaza. Yeah, and they, and they impounded the car. So uh, I go down and I uh, attempted... Was it a Cadillac? It was a Lincoln. A Lincoln. It was a Lincoln, big, beautiful... They drove that Lincoln, Lincoln across the country? Yep. Yep. Big, oh. big car, and they kept everything in the trunk. Oh, my God. We inventoried that car for, <laughs> for 10 hours. Well, you say everything. All the, all, all the crimes that they committed uh, on their way to New York, you're saying? Costumes, paperwork... Notebooks that eventually sank her because they, they took meticulous notes, or she did meticulous mm -hmm. notes on what she needed done, errands, shopping mean, lists, things in like order that. to uh, for the scam to go, or the scam that she was working right. on at a particular time. Any scam, she took notes of it. Uh huh. Very detailed notes, especially this this scam. Because Bill, you mentioned earlier that she was uh, she, she was married to a very wealthy man, right? But uh, I, we missed the point that when he died. He was suspicious of her, I think, and he didn't. There was no money going towards her. All his accounts were closed. Like, his will was the same will that he left behind. You know, he wrote so he left 30, right. 40 years ago else, before he yeah. met her. Yeah. All the money went to her kids, but to his kids. But she didn't notify the, that the kids uh, that her, their father was dead for right. two years. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. unbelievable. That. So yeah, for two right. years, she's living in this place. I mean, yeah. obviously, she buried the guy somewhere, but she's dismantling all his, his fortune right? and selling it off piece, piece by piece. And um, I guess they're living on that money for the time being, right? Yeah, they, they, they are. And whatever else, who knows what they hustled that at because they, they killed a guy out in L.A. for an insurance fraud that he was on to and wanted to get out of it. They wound up, Kenny yeah, wound up didn't killing Didn't they torch that house too? David Kasdan, yeah, they torched yes. his house. It was an insurance scam and, and that poor guy was found in a dumpster by LAX. 
And um, and Kenny shot him in the Ken, head. Kenny shot him while this other guy, Sean Little, stayed in the car, and then he made Sean Little come in and help him carry the body and dump it in LAX. Sh- Sean Little was a homeless guy from Vegas. Mm-hmm. Was he a cooperating witness eventually? Uh, you, yes, he was interviewed, but you know, to our case, he really didn't have anything to okay. do with it. However, LA was looking for him. LAPD was looking for him, and we found him for oh, them. For who? Oh, uh, Danny Rodriguez and John Schlegler. Those guys can find anybody. They found. They, they found, found uh, this guy. Little the guys. Sean Little living so. in a homeless shelter. Wow. They found him somehow. They found him. And LAPD was been looking for him. They couldn't find him. They found wow. him in a, here in New York. No, they found him in Vegas, I believe. It was. Our detectives found that. <laughs> found found a witness that really was uh, instrumental to their case. Wow. So yeah, those guys and they're old school guys. You know, both of them. I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, Vietnam vets. Yeah, I remember Josh you know, Schlegler. He was an old time bomb guy. squad yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, during, yeah. During the seventies, was an homicide squad. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so those guys can find anyone. They're really great job. So when is the first time that you you meet these two? Um, well, when I went down there to interview Kenny, I went down with the, the partner, Tommy Hackett down to the tombs, and it was not really a good. Uh, atmosphere to interview someone because we were in a cell. Yeah, that's we no pulled good. him out of the pen, put him in a cell by himself, and we started talking to him in a cell. Uh-huh. So it, that it really wasn't. Didn't go that great. It didn't. It didn't go great. Well, there um, other inmates around. No, there weren't. That's why we isolated him. We we took right. him out from the other inmates, put him in a cell. So we were going at him, and I thought we had him because he started to tear up at one point. We were going on and on about all kinds of things and uh, about his mom and what we knew anyway, and uh, we thought we had him. What is it that you knew? At this point, right now, well, that, about him and the, the relationship with his mother. Well, that she manipulated him, you know, to do all her dirty work mm-hmm. at that point. But so we that's only had you limited information as a strategy in your interrogation. You were trying, you're leaning on him that way, like yeah. you know, it's really your mother, right? One, that was one of the things because we really didn't have the information, all of it at that point. Not like, yet. We were limited, yeah. So like, uh, like I was saying, he he teared up and and I thought he was gonna go, and then all of a sudden he just went stone cold. He just shut down, right. and you saw it. He just changed. So he really put his game down, he was and, an, and he says, I want to turn He was an evil little fucker, too. Oh, he was. Sure, he was a killer. Yeah. But he was manipulated by his mother. I mean, she literally I had read somewhere they him. said someone saw them laying in bed naked together. Yeah, what happened on that, there was this, there was this guy, uh, Alvarez, who they picked up in Florida. Uh, he a drove up with a, a homeless guy. Another homeless guy. He drove up with them from Florida to New York saying that, hey, we're going to give you a job when we get there, and... You know, promising him the world. Finally, he got to the townhouse. He was doing stuff. They wouldn't pay him. So he, he went he lived in Central Park for a few days. Wow. Meantime, we find out who he is. We, ide- we identify him somehow. I'm not really sure how, but we contact his family in Florida. We found his family. And they said, yeah, he's, you know, he's, we don't know where he is. We said, well, if he comes home, give us a call. Sure enough, he comes home. To Florida? He, had to be- he, he stayed in Central Park until he made enough money to get a bus ticket back down to Florida. So those guys, he had no money. they're not lying at all, are they? Some oh, no, not at all. You know that guy that always has his family stuck down the road or he just needs to get to Florida? Yeah. I just need 10 bucks well, more was, to get to he Florida. He was legit. This guy was legit. He really just wanted to get to Florida. And he went home. So he, uh, he was interviewed and he said during the trip up to New York that he has seen them in bed naked. Today. But he's in the car with them driving yes. up? Yeah. So these two and in the hotel room, like in the hotel. These guys, they're picking up homeless people, right? And I guess they give them the opportunity. They're going to get a chance to, to clean up a little bit, right? Maybe yep. to buy him some clothes. They promise him everything. Yeah, they promise we're going to pay. One guy, this guy Stan Patterson, another guy. He's in Vegas. They call him. He's another homeless guy. They somehow hooked up with, 
and they call him and say, "Look, we're gonna be, uh, we're gonna own a townhouse in New York City." You mean City. call him? You mean call him out the window? No, <laughs> they, they, they get in touch with him. <laughs> we're <gonna> help him. <laughs> they fly him out and they tell him, "When you get there, we want you to change all the locks. There's gonna be a, an old lady in there, but she's gonna be gone, and you're gonna be the super and tell all the staff that they're what, fired." Which of the, the townhouse? Yeah. He was gonna be the super of the building, and they flew him out to tell him that. And, but nobody told, it, it was all bullshit. It was all bullshit, yeah, it was all bullshit. The only person who knew that he that thought that he was going to be the, the super building is him. It's him, <laughs> right. So they were going to use him, um, you know, and, and, and to be the henchman to get rid of the staff and to shut everybody out. Wow, it's so fascinating. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the wherewithal to think that this, you could even pull this off is mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. The fact that they use homeless people, too... It's just, I mean, think about it. I mean, this is, you promise them something, you show them a little something. Maybe you bought them a shirt and some right. shorts. They see you got a nice car, the Lincoln. You're staying in this hotel. Well, yeah, we want you, wow, finally somebody's going to help me. Right. Finally. Exactly. And they're disposable, these people anyway, because you take them out exactly. of their state, nobody's going to be looking for them. No. It's just another homeless person. Exactly. Did, did you ever find out um, exactly what happened with Irene Silverman? Like, what was the whole procedure? What did they do? Well, you know, we felt that he put her in, uh, uh, wrapped her in a shower curtain, put her in a duffel bag, put her in the trunk, and dumped her out. You talking about Kenny? Kenny. But how, did he kill her first? Or uh, did they oh, no, he killed, he, killed, he killed her in the apartment. And, strangled and, and, her? He probably strangled her. Yeah. You know, we're not sure, but there, there was, was a stun roll. gun, supposedly. There was a stun, uh, uh, no, a stun empty gun box. box. Right. There was, recovered. So there was I'm thinking recovered. maybe they stunned, stunned her first. That's what we think, right? That's what we think. And then, um, you know, we feel he dumped her in Jersey. Now, when he copped to the Kazan homicide in, in California, he had to allocute for his crime. So he said that's what he did. He, what he, did he, 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 he had to confess to the other crimes before they give him a before, plea. Before, you know, oh, in California's plea, yeah. case. In California. Because right. he wanted to stay in jail in California. He didn't want to come to New York. Yeah, of so course. that was part Who of the was? deal. Yeah, it's sunny. It's warm. I'll do that. Yeah. Right. So, um, so he wrapped her in a shower curtain, put her in the trunk, drove her to Jersey. He says, I don't remember where they, I dumped her. He goes, it was some dumpster along the way. Now, I went up in a helicopter twice with se- heat-seeking apparatus. We were all over the Meadowlands with all this kind of trying to find this woman. Detectives, I don't know how many, went out to the dumps in Pennsylvania and sifted through garbage mm-hmm. during the investigation, before we knew this, of right, course. Right. Uh, look, we didn't find anything. We, we talked to contra- uh, carting companies. Where do you dump your garbage? This and that, all through Jersey. I did a timeline where I drove from the townhouse through the tunnel to Sea Caucus to all these different routes looking at these dumpsters, getting phone numbers of the dumpsters, the carting companies mm-hmm. calling and, and all this stuff. So it was a lot of work. So he could have just been bullshitting her. you, right? They could have buried her right in the backyard of the freaking house. He, he could have, but I, I, I do think he dumped her. I, mm-hmm. I do, yeah. I do think he dumped her. All right, so um, he's staying. Kenny Kimes is staying there. How, he's there about a week, right? Uh, a little longer than that. So he gives her the $6,000. Gives her the money. Never yeah. comes through with the ID. Right. She's becoming suspicious. He's been there like a week now. And, and then at some point, I think she's going to try to get him removed. Yeah, she was talking to the staff saying how much she doesn't like this guy. She Even when she, uh, she wrote notes herself, Irene. Saying that uh, you know she didn't like him and how he was avoiding the cameras and uh, tell us about avoiding you know, the cameras. Yeah, she in the lobby of the uh, the building. Um, she had cameras and Kenny would come in and hug the wall to be out of the sight of, of the, the cameras. Camera. And even when his mom was coming, they said a female would come in with him, which mm-hmm. we later found out was his two mother. people, right? Yeah, which, which probably was with his that guy, the homeless and guy, the guy. <laughs> so they would hug the wall and go into the room. And then she noticed his feet at the door, listening. 
you know, she could see while she's talking to her staff, his feet at the door, at the door. So she wrote it down. Like she wrote everything. She was that smart. Wow. So he was you listening know? to what she was saying to the right, staff. Right. And, and, and he, he was documenting or his mom was documenting the movements of Irene. When, so her you know, biggest when mistake was there. not calling the police. But she was near to she doing near it. To she was talking that. to the staff saying, look, I'm getting this guy out. I'm working on it. You know, we don't, I don't like him. You know, right. from the start, she was very... She suspicious. didn't trust the guy. Not at all. No. And now she's probably going to make a move. And right before she does, he, yeah, he it probably had the same it. feeling. Maybe there was some words exchanged where... Yeah. She said, I want she you to leave. She probably went into the apartment and knocked on the door and said, listen, I want you out. And there was some heated exchange. Right. I, uh-huh. You know, that's what I think. And uh, he killed her. Yeah. And in the meantime, while this is going on, they're getting deeds. She's, she's submitting to well, New York State and trying to get a deed for this property right. so she can forge it. And then, um, and then get somebody to... Um, a notary. A notary to, yeah. to sign off on it. Yeah. So what happened, what they did is, um, so Kenny or Manny Garen at the time wanted her uh, a signed receipt for his rent. Oh. So he made her sign. So they had her signature. So he could trace. forge it. Yeah. So two notaries came in and uh, at first and, you know, there'd be this old woman in the bed with red hair, dim lighting and saying, oh, I'm bedridden. And, uh, and, and they thought something was up and they left. Yeah. Notaries didn't like it at all. We talked to them too. Uh-huh. They didn't like it. Oh, was the mother in bed pretending yes. like she was Sante. Irene. To be Irene. Sante, the so they finally scam. get a third notary who, who goes for it. Oh, he signs it? He, yeah, female. Yeah, she, uh, she notarized. But apparently the, the, the building was left to a charity, so they yeah. wouldn't have been able and to you know scam what? it that, anyway, That's right? the heartbreaking thing about this whole thing. What happened was that was her wish, but unfortunately it was never written down. She was an embroiderist, and she had beautiful embroidery work all over mm. the house. Beautiful. Her and her mom. And she had made it uh, clear to her staff or to whomever that, uh, look, I want this to be a museum for embroidery students to come. It's a lost art, you mm-hmm. know, and that was basically it. When she died and there was no will and nothing saying that, the bank took it over oh. and wound up selling everything. And she never even got Wait, her, you she know. Owned, but she said she owned the house outright. So how could the bank come she, in? They don't, own, they don't have a She. It was the estate. So the estate came in, whoever, wherever the money whoever went, ran the whoever estate. ran the estate, in, in, you know, who knows what happened to it, but the bank eventually took it over. Uh, and in 1998, that building was worth about what? Seven to ten million, I think. It they now it's got 20, 25 million. million. Probably. Yeah. It's, you know, I always saw it. That, that thing sounds to me like a quarter block long, and a long block, maybe a half a block long. That, What's that? The, the, the size of her no, building. No, it's, it's more... Uh, it's, it's higher, higher than it is than wide. wide. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's picture it like a brownstone almost. Yeah, yeah, not, you know? I saw, yeah, okay. So, so that was really the shame of it. She had no family. She had an older cousin out in California that was just as old as she was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, it would have been nice if that would have been left uh, as a museum sure. that she wanted. So they came up here. They were in Florida originally. How did they even, how did Irene Silverman get on their radar? As somebody that a potential uh, you know prospect to go rip off, they they researched properties and they saw that she was elderly. She really didn't have any family. They That's did amazing. their homework. How do they do that? Yeah, they do their homework. You know, just, just one interesting thing about Sante, especially if you're a homicide investigator, she killed animals as a kid. She tortured right. and killed yeah, animals, yeah, and that was right. like one of the number one signs of a serial killer. Yeah, that yeah. does. Well, that. originally she was she was poor originally. Yeah, and then the family that adopted her had money. Right. So she had those years where, um, and she was a call girl in Vegas. Is that right? Oh, so yeah, she was an attractive yeah. lady when she was beautiful. younger. Yeah, beautiful yeah. woman. Yeah, beautiful. And she tortured her uh, servants. 
Yeah. Right? Well, she held one hostage, and yeah. that's what she got arrested for. Yeah. Well, she used to. Um, and she did torture them. Yeah, yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Well, the people that worked for her, obviously, they're probably behind on wages. So they're not going to leave. And then right. in the meantime, she was making them live in the closet. Yep, locking them up, literally. Feeding them. Well, one of the detectives came, and he saw the living quarters for the servants, and all the locks were on the outside of the door. Mm. So once they went in the room, she would lock the door so they couldn't get out until she let them out. Right. She right. was an evil thing. Evil. Yeah. Pure evil. No, no question. And they, um, they did a total of three murders, right? Well, they did a banker down in the Bahamas, too, um, but... They never got charged for, for it, right. but they did that one. They, yeah, they pretty sure. Yeah, I'm sure they did it. Yeah. So they're serial so, killers, so really. They are. But yeah, all these places, are, you know, also too, when she was married to Kenny, uh, the senior, they had houses in Honolulu. And he, he, she opened up his purse strings because he, he was a wealthy guy, but he right. didn't really have a, like a lot of properties. And when he was in the middle of their marriage, she was Honolulu, New yeah. York, L.A., Paris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she they was also some way snuck into the White House. Yeah, they have for a picture. Event, right? They have a picture with Ford. Yeah, that's <laughs> how. That's that's how. Uh, that's actually how um, he found out that she was like this scammer, the husband, and he right. stopped trusting her a little bit. Was because she doctored all his paperwork to make uh, to make him part of some group, and like an right, article was right, written yeah. about him. But she really wrote the article. Right. And um, yeah. and they, she stole a fur coat. Too from a high end. I event. Saw like that, that, I saw, like that, that was ghetto. That's, that's, ghetto. How, that's how crazy it is. She can go to such elaborate schemes, but yet steal a front coat. Yeah, it's like you know, the mob like, breaking into parking meters. Right. Same thing. It's, you know? sa it's the same thing. That's good. But that she got caught from that too. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. She was crazy mean, because you get such a high end clientele there. You wouldn't even dare to ask these people, did somebody steal a mink coat? Because they <laughs> right. all have mink they all coats. Have them, right. She just probably felt good about stealing she, something. She right. got off on the thrill, I think. The power, the thrill. Uh, I'm amazing. smarter than you. She well, thought yeah, she was smarter I mean, than everyone. Who knows why she stole that lady's coat? It just could have been she didn't like her face or she didn't like the way they look at her. Like, yeah. oh, really? You look at me like you're uptight? Guess what? Yeah. I'm taking a coat now. And even at the end, you know, she professed her son's innocence. And if you see oh, that interview... Oh, she was on a little talk show oh, with oh, uh, Larry King he in was 60 Minutes. Right. And, she got, and she got around and she, you know, professed... Listen, uh, he did not do that. You you have to know my son and me. We're the most gentle people and, you know, everything else. She, the police have no evidence that the, 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 the people in the press are like, they don't know. Because yeah, that's right. I'm always yeah. fascinated by, a, the, uh, like, how much money did they actually have... That they could have stayed somewhere, had a piece of property, and uh, you know lived and, and had, really did well and and do okay. Not sure. this rich flying around the way she was in, in uh, homes in you know three different countries, four different countries. Um, yeah, but that wasn't in her. She didn't want that. She loved this thrill of she loved the thrill, the being power, a criminal, and, and she loved the money. That's what she loved. She loved the money and the power. Uh huh. Yeah, no, no question. Did you ever get a chance to interview her? I, I did not. I, I, I had conversations with her, but the actual yeah. interview, no. Uh, another female detective and another uh, male detective went and interviewed her while I was interviewing Kenny. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she, she just professed her innocence. She gave time. up nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. yeah, nothing. That's incredible. So you said she loved the um, the money. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I, I just, it just blows, because I, I see this, uh, the adrenaline that comes from uh, putting these scams together and ripping off these people because she really was ruthless. I mean, she didn't... She uh, Just imagine, she burns down the house. They come in, they fix it, and while she's still trying to get money, she burns it down again. <laughs> and the guy that she had li light the fire to the, the second fire in that house. Imagine, the, uh, she's a woman, but imagine the balls on somebody to do this. Right, right, right. 
You burn the house down. You're waiting for that insurance money to come in. And while you're waiting, you're this close away to getting, you make that homeless guy burn it down again. Yeah. <laughs> and he was the guy that uh, wanted, I think, uh, giving her up or something like that. Something. I think that was Sean Little. Yeah. I think so. that was that guy, Sean Little, who helped Kenny uh, dump uh, the body. Of Irene uh, Silverman? No, of David Kasdan. Of David Kasdan. The insurance uh, wow. scam out in wow, L.A. Man. Yeah, it's... Uh, she and you know it never come back to her. She uses homeless people, like you said. You yeah, know, so you they've yourself, done all the dirty work. And look at the, the lady, like, there's no way that she can burn the house down twice. I mean, who do that? You gotta be out of your mind. It's a perfect she crime. did it. <laughs> she did it, and there was crimes like this all over. You know, wherever they left, whatever they left. This is what we knew about. Who terror knows in we, the wake. Didn't know about, like right. The, right behind you, it was you terror. You think today, uh, you have a case like that, it would be solved quicker because of technology. Yeah, uh, cell phones, social and stuff media, like social media, cell phones. Because back then, also, law enforcement didn't know what the other law enforcement yeah. was doing. Perfect just, example. Right, it just so happened that someone four saw miles something. away. Yeah, you know, they find a, people with Irene Silverman's ID and, right. and we're looking for her. Yeah, and that's that's so frustrating, right? It was because that was crucial time. Yeah, the, know, did, uh, that was crucial time. What, what happened to those guys that didn't uh, check uh, run um, Irene Silverman's uh, ID? Did they get checked? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I know where Resnick they was furious. Where are they working now? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I they, they didn't work for the NYPD, right? Uh, no, yeah, one of them. Oh, they did. One or two of them. Oh, did. I can yeah. imagine what yeah. Res- yeah. Resnick dressed that guy down. It in was not. Office. It was That's not. not uh, it was not, not a good morning no. for any of us. Resnick doesn't yeah. know how to say a sentence no. without the word "fucking" to begin with. You know. One thing about Joe Resnick. He was all over this case. Oh, he yeah. knew every detail. You know he's a great investigator. Let me tell you, I, I, there were so many turns to this case, and we had to go down and uh, give Safer himself a briefing right. in person. Now, I'm a young detective still. Right, so okay, you're it's 98. your boots. I just got promoted. There's so many details to this case. Right. I go down there. We and you look young, too. We, thank you. <laughs> we bring this easel. This is you at 54. Imagine you, I looked at pictures of him on Facebook. You're yeah. like a baby. Yeah. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> but uh, so we go up to Safer, was the PC at the time, Commissioner Safer. And we go in, and I'm there like, oh, my God, I hope they don't ask me. He gets the easel set up, and he's banging, banging. Oh, this Resnick, front, he's Resnick answered, is, Oh, my God. Yeah, every great. detail. He's great at that. He's, he's great. Yeah. And like you said, he's a great investigator. Yeah. Um, you know, I've worked um, on police shootings with him, and he's he, the guy you want. He doesn't stop. He's, yeah. he's the guy you want. He's the guy you want. I mean, um, I know he's had uh, issues with, with other cops in the past and all that, but I'll tell you what. He's um, not a kinder, gentler type guy. No, no, not at all. But he knows what the hell he's yeah, doing. He knows. Yeah, he's a good well, guy. He and he worked in the three four. He was he was lieutenant. If you if you were going to work time. and hold up your end of the bargain, he was going to be there. He have your back. You and know? he did. That's I worked. Right. Uh, I used to set up his crime scene because I used to coordinate the, um, the homicide course. And he used to give one hell of a talk, man. I, I tell yeah. you, there was an, everybody was wide awake and paying attention yeah. when he was talking. Yeah, he was an interesting uh, speaker. And uh, I always said that if, God forbid, something happened to somebody in my family, I want him in charge of the investigation. He's the first phone call Let I made. Let me tell you something. When you watch him uh, organize a major investigation, it's a thing of beauty. Guys in IAB, they're like... Bill, <laughs> he set up this timeline in the 19 squad. Yeah. We're all around. He's got the easel. He set up the timeline. Right. This, and he, the phone records and this cell tower. Right. And no, that he's, cell he's good, man. And we were like, holy... Shit. He you taught know, me. That's why yeah. I became so yeah, good. Listen, I'm sure. <laughs> that, you know, um, really, um, he did an unbelievable job. And then it went to the DA's hands. Now, f- don't forget, we didn't have a body, right? Yeah, that's that's the most interesting part of the case. Is you still yeah. nobody's ever found the body. We ne- unfortunately, we never have. Um, very unfortunate. Um, yeah, I always say to people though that don't understand what circumstantial evidence is. 
Circumstantial evidence is things that you can make assumptions sort of from. Right. But when you get up, circumstantial evidence and it piles up this high, right. it's very strong evidence. And that's evidence. how it was. It's very strong There was over evidence. 100 vouchers of all right. kinds of evidence. So it's I mean, strong. It becomes strong. Yeah, it's circumstantial. But look, yep. this we had We have 15 you know? or 16 notebooks of her notes. Well, you talk about notebooks. Are you talking about like these, like reporter's notebooks? Or are you talking Spiral. about the... Oh, those, okay. Yeah, the bigger ones. In Did there. she do DD5s? <laughs> in her own way. And now, she took such good notes, I could have did it for her. What, what, what were these notes? Um, Future you know, crimes she was planning? Things or to do. Things to do. For this particular crime, or she also planning For this particular this? crime. But she had other notes for other things also. Mm -hmm. But this particular crime, the most. Um, first, Irene's whereabouts. You know, her, mm -hmm. her daily routine, written down. Second, a shopping list. All right. Uh, orange juice, eggs, shower curtain, stun gun... Uh, duffel bag, you know, like yeah. she'd mix it with the groceries, yeah, yeah. you know, she'd mix yeah, all yeah, this yeah. stuff up. Uh -huh. So meticulous notes uh, of everything, 15 notebooks, wow, 15, 15, even 16. So uh, it's all the, all the other cases. It was right? overwhelming. Over, no, about Irene. All, about all Irene. that was just Irene? Just Irene. All wow. kinds of things. Um, but it was so overwhelming that the jury was like, uh, there's no right, question. It's circumstantial evidence. Circumstantial evidence. Right. So we we got a conviction on circumstantial Who's evidence. Who's the DA on that? There were three of them. There was uh, John Carter, Connie Fernandez, and Ann Donnelly. Okay. And also uh, Owen. Um, I forgot his last name. He was the finance guy. Okay. He found out about their finance. That was his, that was his gig. Mm -hmm. Two of them are judges today. Well, you know, in ones in Brooklyn, I believe federal court. Ann Donnelly, Connie, I understand. Connie Fernandez might have retired or is going to retire. She's been on a long time. Yeah, handled yeah, a lot right, of high end right. cases. Yep. And uh, John, John Carter's a judge in the Bronx. They also made a movie about this with uh, oh, Mary couple. Tyler Moore. Yeah, right? that was one, and I think they never um, they never put together a stronger link between Irene and uh, Sante. Like there was no personal vendetta. There was nothing. She no. just picked her out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah they did, like I said, they did so their much, research because we're talking. We mentioned earlier. This is not. Uh, this is a different time. This nobody. We're not using Google. We're not doing right. Google searches. We're not using a laptop traveling around. I mean, we used to, how did she get over? But she knew she knew how to obtain public records mm -hmm. and what to look for because uh -huh. she scammed in the past. So she knew how to, to and it's public information, right? All that stuff's foiled. Yeah, yeah. So know? before she got to um, the new state, I guess, you know, she's burning bridges wherever she is. Mm -hmm. It's time to get out of there. But she's already planning her next move, which is going to be to New York. And that's when you start looking up all this. Uh, she found Irene doing all the homework. So when we go up there already, we know what we're getting, what we're, you know, what we're getting involved in. Right. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Now, they plan to kill her, obviously. If they were telling Stan Patterson, hey, we're going to come, we're going to make you the super, we want you to get rid of the staff, they knew they were going to kill her. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, it's not what like she, they would have killed you know, the whole staff, too. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But when, they, when you say... Um, He's going to be the super. Right. Get rid of the staff. It's going to obviously have to be after the fact because she's going to be gone. Exactly. And they're not going to know what happened to her. Right. Whew, right. But she had sort of uh, verbalized to them what the suspicions she had about Kenny and... Oh, uh, to the staff? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. From yeah. day one. So they yeah. were... And, and like I said, she said, oh, I'm, we're working on getting him out of here. I want him out. And that's I what I think things turn bad for right because she, she probably, probably let them know she, yeah. yeah i wonder what would have happened if she said no she didn't want the cash uh, well come back when you have your id yeah it would have been interesting to see if they would have still pursued it she was yeah an, i mean she, she didn't come all the way target. up here for nothing right they would have had to get to get him some id with man yeah. current on there and she was the perfect target really yeah. elderly no family and the fact know. that you, right the uh, building was paid off 
Building was and, paid off. Uh, so all he would have had to do, really, with the, with that fake deed, is just get rid of her, and then all of a sudden, just start yeah, living. The owners, there. that's it. Although, from owners. what I understand, in New York City, it's very difficult to do what they were trying to do. Yeah, that's like, there's other checks know. and balances. Probably. Yeah, in New the York, real uh, Red is yeah. probably one of the toughest states yeah. to um, actually pull something like this off. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't think Irene. I mean, uh, Sante knew that. I think she was yeah. she was used to dealing with uh, others. High end clients. I mean, she had some celebrities stay there. You know, she wasn't used to this trash. Peter Duchin, you know? the piano player, right? Peter Duchin, Chaka Khan. Wow. Used to get a room. Yeah, there a lot of people in her high end times when she was six thousand bucks a month. Yeah. Did your nineteenth squad stay there every once in a while? No, Fourth of no, July I stayed, weekend. I did stay there the first night, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Me, the dog, and I sat in the apartment all night long, Whoa. just in case things developed. So it's a townhouse, and she's yeah. uh, she's renting rooms out. What is sharing sharing a bathroom on the on the floors, or these people? No, are? they had their some of the rooms had bathrooms in them. And yeah. she's on top. She's upstairs. No, well, yeah, she's on top, but her office is the first floor. As soon as you walk in the door, that's where. And, and Kenny got into that office and rifled through her. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, these people move quick, huh? Yeah, yeah. Did that building have an elevator? It did. Oh, okay. Yeah, it did. You, you know, servants' quarters in the basement. And, you know, wow. it's, it's beautiful, old school. It's like yeah, a long school. con, but they they had to speed it up once they got there. Mm-hmm. Now, when Kenny got locked up um, for the for the uh, for the car, supposedly he pissed himself because he thought it was for. Killing you know, Irene Silverman. Killing Irene. Yeah, yeah that was in and front of the hotel, went, right? From what I understand, when he found out it was just for the car, it was like a big relief. Whoa. He kept saying yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just for it's the just, car? Right, exactly. He uh-huh. just kept saying it over and over for the car. For the yeah, car. but he must have known. They came a long way for a freaking car for a bounce check. He must have well, had some suspicion. But but they did come a long way for that bounce check. They, they weren't involved with Irene at all at that point. So they those Utah uh, PD came here for that reason mm-hmm. alone. Did so. he... Did he get sentenced in New York, too? Because I know yes. he's in prison in California. When he's done there, he has to come here, but he's going to die. I think he got like 99 years. Oh, from California. Yeah, yeah. He's never coming here. And she, she died in Sing Sing. And didn't he, he took ago. a reporter hostage, too, He right? did. Yeah, she was talking to him, and he, and he took a hostage. A pen or something he put into her throat. What was this? From behind. Someone yeah. from a TV station was trying to do a story yes. on him. Interviewing and, him. Interviewing him, and he took a pen and put it to her throat and held her hostage. She went to give him a, a bottle of water. He said she was thirsty. He got her a bottle. She got him a bottle of water and then um, was passing it to him. Who else was in the room? Um, Maybe the cameraman? Yeah, I, I don't know, but she, she talked him out of it. Yeah. She mm-hmm. talked him out of it. Yeah. He has a very punchable face, too, Kenneth. It's Kyle. a big Doesn't dude. Look, he looks like a rich and, guy. And he was, he was a, he was How a big solid was he? guy. He was 6'1". Six one, but yeah. but solid, you know. He had that rich shape. look to him, though. You know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, he could he could pass for um, for somebody that you know a socialite. Oh yeah, let me tell you that that guy probably would have did well in life. He was a smart guy, but and when he was in the foster family, he was playing sports. He had a lot of friends, which he never had growing up. Right. Well, the and mother kept really him well. insulated. The mother yeah. didn't let him have any friends right. at all. Even not even go to school after a while. Private tutors. Oh, that's right. Like she, that. He was taught at home yeah, school. So he didn't have a chance. That kid. Well, I don't don't be feeling sorry for the fuck. No, I, I don't. But I, you know, you can see where it leads to. She, he became she, a yeah. liberal from working at the Harvard Club. <laughs> Maybe I am. In my years, in my, in my years at the Harvard Club, I now see the other side. <laughs> no, but it, uh, it's quite it's quite a story. It really is quite. Pack a story. the car over there, <laughs> Harvard Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that story. You know, it's. Uh, to think that people can be like that, you know, just so yeah. shitty, like so... Yeah. Ruthless. And it's funny because you feel like I, I, I grew up and I knew people like that, but yeah. at a very, on a very low level, just like people that were always, you couldn't trust them. They always had a scam up their sleeve, even if it was like nonsense, right. a way to beat you out of um, five bucks, right. uh, two cigarettes, right. 
you know, but this is like uh, that mentality, but on a much higher scale. When you cross the line and you kill, you kill for the scam. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Between well, you know, there's guy. also yeah. when you when you're a detective or you're in the police business and you interviewed hundreds of people, and the best people that you interview are the people that believe their own lies, right? And, and she, she believes. Her, she well, certainly she, yeah, she believed her, her own lies. That's, that's like a psychopath. psychopath. Yeah, that's sociopath. Right, right. She really thought she was insane. Right. She no could empathy. lie and just, no just be totally no empathy. That's a psychopath. You don't empathize. That's with other people. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So. And she died, I believe, it up in Bedford in 2014. Yeah, same, uh, yeah the Bedford right? female prison. Yeah, yeah. In Austin. Mm-hmm. No, 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 <laughs> that's right? up in Bedford. It's up in Bedford, oh, New York. not too far from No, there. not so yeah. far from But the other thing is, is I know because people are going to see you on this uh, show that they're going to offer you to do another movie with you. Oh, I as, hope so. As the, as the star of... Maybe I should start charging. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, listen, like I don't said... Don't trust any of those investigation discovery shows. They're full of shit. There, there was a, a, a whole <laughs> team of seasoned detectives that I learned from. I mean, right. that was really an education. Mm-hmm. Oh, getting wow. thrown into that case and working with some of the detectives that I worked with um, in the Homicide Squad... Uh, at that time that really, you know, they were great. They were yeah. old school. Needless to say, you probably um, came to your desk every day and there was a stack of fives that, that these guys were putting together. They were still, I was still catching cases, oh my man. God. How many, <laughs> well, how many <laughs> case folders were for there for this case? Oh, I, I, a lot. I like, couldn't even like tell 10? you. Yeah, I, I think there was over 500 DD files. Oh, something, something insane. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it started with like 20 or 20 or so. That's detectives. when you got to use that little thing. You ever see when you're down by court and the ADA is coming down? And uh, they got uh, the boxes for that case. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, style. this was a couple of... But this was all oh, one yeah. case, not all the cases yeah. for the whole day. Yeah, but, um, you know, I, while I was gone, you know, I, a couple of times I caught case. Like, what are you signing oh. this case for? You know, you uh, got it. You but got how long it. did they give you? So, I mean, do they nah, even give you anything know. on a missing? Uh, I mean, it's a high it's a high profile missing, but usually with a homicide, you get a week or two if you're lucky. Uh, no, I was I was assigned to the homicide yeah, squad for yeah, months. Right. Yeah, for months I was, and like I said, th- those guys that were up there were were all veterans at that time. Yeah, you know, and they, it went from twenty or so detectives down to I think uh, nine of us, and then even down. And that's to six, when you really have down to, to six work on working on this case. Yeah. Working on this case when all the other loose ends were tied up. He, Resnick would cut a little bit more, cut a little bit more, and then we just had the core bunch of guys. Did you guys have you know? a green light to make as much overtime as you wanted? I don't recall. <laughs> 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 no, but we, you know there was a DA's office that was just for the evidence. We had 115 vouchers, wow. and that one office was just all the evidence in the office under lock and key. Instead of going to police plaza and having right. to sign stuff out, oh, yeah. you know, it sucked. We'd have to refer to a notebook or something, so we'd pull it out of the property. And you get room. the guy at the property you know. click. He's like, "What? Yeah, exactly." <laughs> and you beat it, you know, get, who's driving? <laughs> To get a notebook. Which one of them is driving across country? Because you said the car that had this trunk full of stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, the the son was driving? The son was doing it. Oh, yeah. The son would drive. Yeah. I made the homeless guy drive. Uh, you know what? I, I'm not sure, but he prob- they probably did. Probably he probably back. Be sleeping. Me, my mom. But uh, the poor uh, be the crime scene <laughs> detectives, we were down in 26 Feral Plazas, myself and my partner, and uh, two Wallace from Crime Scene, another great, unbelievable uh-huh. crime scene detective, and his partner. We were down there maybe eight, ten hours. In the heat, and there's 26 federal plaza in a uh, uh, federal building yeah, in, the yeah. in the basement. In the I suit. was in a suit, and they were taking everything out and documenting it. No, we were down there for hours. Oh man. It was one God. of the hardest days ever put in with the PD, man. Really was. Do you ever, in a big case like that, you ever think, look back and say, this, I should have did this differently, or I made a mistake here? You ever think not, about that? Not with that case, no, because it, it, 
you know, in all honesty, the decisions were made for me. I didn't mm-hmm. have to decide. Right. Resnick was running the show along with the DAs. Resnick doesn't make mistakes? Uh, not in that case. He did pretty good. <laughs> he did pretty good, That's like pretty I good say. And, and, and the DAs were really... After a while, the DAs were running. Because they, they had making, to put together the case. Yeah, sure. So it was really on them. They had to build the case, and they told us Without a body. what they needed. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, there was some headbutting going on. How long did this know? all go on for? For the day that you got the call for the missing... Is it a year, two years July, that you were working on this? Uh, a year, I think, before I came to trial. Yeah, about a year. Yeah, But oh, we, the problem was we had to get them to hold them. I had to lock them up for the homicide very early. Because don't forget, they were in on a grand larceny. Right, they were right. going to cut them loose. So we had to make something oh, stick. So, we, so I went down, I fingerprinted them and all that, and I arrested them for the homicide. Well, yeah. What would what, what, that face look like when you told him you're arrested for murder? <laughs> I, I'm just well, not. Sante was talking to anyone who would listen when I brought her into the room. There was detectives and tech people. And yeah, yeah. She would, I am innocent, and my son, and, you know, why are you doing this to me? Why are you oh, torturing God. me with my fingerprints? And, you know, playing the whole the whole game. So she yeah. never let go of the facade for a minute. Not for a minute. She was always, always on point. Always innocent, claiming her innocence. So, uh, so basically what you're saying is on a way to go get fingerprinted, if she walked by another officer, she would try to get help from him. Please yes. help me. I don't know what they're doing yeah, to yeah. me. Yep. And then she would try to talk to you. Why are you doing this? Right. Why are you torturing me? I don't want right. my fingerprint, right. you know? Right. Police department's exactly. framing me. Right. I'm being framed. There's no evidence. And then the attorneys, <laughs> the attorneys she had were, were comical. Oh, it was Hardy. Was it was Hardy. It was Hardy and it was Sachs with the bow tie. That's right. God Bell rest, Sachs. God rest his soul because he passed also. He did. Yeah, but... but if you looked at him, he was a used car salesman. He was a caricature of an attorney. So she, she didn't have that part of her uh, she strategy. She had horrible attorneys. She didn't have that part of her strategy fi- uh, not fixed, at all. right? Horrible. Did they get paid? Probably she not. Probably them she probably scammed them She probably scammed them. There was no question. That's probably why she couldn't get a good t- uh, attorney, yeah. because... They probably wanted for cash up front. I'll take a hundred thousand dollar retainer. I'm not working. That's what it was. They knew that, but they did get a lot of airtime. Right. So she she knows she played that off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely uh, they definitely had a chance to the the attorneys for her of Sante to get a face on TV and to talk a lot on TV. But as far as money for the case. I, I probably they, they probably, probably didn't get, they didn't get no, yeah, yeah I'm sure they didn't because anybody worth yeah. any any good attorney is going to want a, a retainer big big oh, retainer for that, that one. oh my god did they have money somewhere stored in, a, in an account somewhere that you knew about no not that I knew of so all no. the money that they had was on them it it, it was you know living uh, scam to scam wow get money spend money get money spend money wow but yeah. while they were in the scam were they living good they were living high in the high oh though, yeah right? all the time oh yeah yeah did they have credit cards um. Besides Irene's? No. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't remember. But I know they, they stayed at some other hotels, like the Plaza Athene, which is um, Athene, the Athene, yeah. it is, up on the Upper East Side. That's a big money hotel, and they stayed there. Uh-huh. So but they, they must they have a scared. credit card to pay Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. In, in, in other people's names, probably. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm sure we followed up leads if we found anything. I just don't recall it was so long ago. Yeah, I was always f- troubled with that. Like, um, you know, they had to have some money. I mean, I, I know that... You know, these these scams, they have to generate some income. The burning the houses, the insurance money, sure. all this stuff. I mean, you got to be rolling around. Somewhere has got to be a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Well, look, he had six grand cash he paid Irene. Where did uh-huh. he get that from, right? right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure they were scamming Maybe she something. sold that for a coat. <laughs> maybe. But, you know, look, maybe they did have some money. I don't remember. But it was nothing uh, to speak about. Mm-hmm. It's not like we recovered big money, you know. So mm-hmm. they might have had a couple of bank accounts, you know. Who knows? And maybe she was on uh, Social Security. Who knows? How old was she? 
Yeah, at the time she was in her sixties. Sante. Sante was it? Yeah. yeah, she was older. Yeah. She probably scammed the government. Said I'm sixty-eight. <laughs> Who knows? She might have been th- three different identities collecting checks. Who knows? Could you know, be, a yeah. woman like her. Yeah, which I'm sure we did follow up. I just don't. Well, she has her. a son. Also, yeah, Kent Walker. That's alive. Yeah. Kent Walker was a good guy. We interviewed him in uh, Vegas, and uh, you know he knew his mother was a wacko. He yeah. knew, and he, and he distanced himself from her. And he was very helpful in the investigation. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, turned I, out saw, to be I was a watching guy. something on the internet, of, and I, you yeah. know, he popped up. I was like, whoa, she has a yeah, normal yeah. son. Yeah, she does. She has a normal son. Yeah. From a different father, though. Oh, Walker. Okay. Kent Walker, because that's that, that's his name, so it's a different wow. uh, different last name. But he was he was a decent decent guy. It's definitely something to make a movie about, man. I mean, uh, you know, you watch it's a lot of movies about grifters, and most of them are comedy. Right. You see, um, Steve Martin and uh, Michael Caine. Which one is that? Oh, one? Um, Dirty Rotten Dirty 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 Scoundrels. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the other one with um, was it Sigourney Weaver? Yeah, and her daughter. Yeah, with the daughter. And her daughter. Yeah, yeah and, and that that's comedy, uh, Bill comedy. Murray. He owns the cigarette. But if company. someone if someone were to do it right and uh-huh. really get the details of it and, It'd be really and, and put it all together, yeah. it, it could be a really uh, a really good movie. I mean, people have tried the books. Right. There have been a couple of books written about it, and there has been two made for TV movies, I think. Um, but they, mm-hmm. they didn't really capture how the essence of it and how bad it was. How pissed would you be if I play you in the movie? <laughs> Just call your hair a little bit. <laughs> you know, something, there's, there's people that troll our show, uh-huh. and they're going to be calling us up and want to do this, but insist on a down payment. Yes, Promise. deposit five grand into my PayPal, and I'll talk to you. <laughs> I'll talk Otherwise, to you. I don't want to talk to you yeah. guys. Listen, it, it, it was... All they do is use your time, and then... It, it was a once-in-a-lifetime case. Yeah. I mean, I was so fortunate uh, to catch it, be involved in it, but yet catch it. Like, really. That's you, amazing. When, yeah. when do you see this type of case come along? Like, you don't. You know, you don't. Uh, you know, it was so lucky. I picked up the phone, and I was a junior guy that night. Nobody wanted to... Handle a missing. No one wants to handle a missing no person. One. No yeah. one does. No. Yeah. But a missing like person's turning Tommy to Ryan, I'm sure, is kicking himself in the ass. Tommy D. Domenico kicking himself in the ass. <laughs> well, it's also Look at that. Three, times, two. three times. We were the triple times there. So many times the missings, they're not really actually missings. It's some, some kid who goes out with his friends for the night. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, some guy who didn't come home. He's, been, uh, you know, he's uh, with his girlfriend somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's like a little bit of paperwork that you got to do for nothing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It, it is. It's, Every it's, once well, in a while, it turns out to be Missings don't something. generate any type of number. For no. the, for, I mean, of a positive nature, number. right? Yeah. It's a case that and then takes after forever. Seven, seven days. And then there's like, yeah. uh, Hope Jim, you haven't made a collar in a week. You haven't done this. You haven't done this. <laughs> <laughs> this missing. Working on this missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? You can't tell your boss I've been right. working on this missing. I've been working on yeah. this damn missing. And in the 19th, the missing can turn into a. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, he's, he's the son of Merrill yeah. Lynch's president, right? Right, right. So, exactly. I used to have exactly. that. So. We were like, this guy doesn't fit the criteria, but his father's the president of Merrill Lynch. Right. He fits the criteria. And we've had several. Yeah. So no, oh, there's no question. What, what, you know, the, the, the cases that walk through that door, you pick up the phone, are unbelievable. So now what? This case, it ends, and uh, That's it. I'm sure it was like a, a relief, a, bl- a blessing, and a curse. So probably like, you know, you're happy that you can just settle in and go back and go breathe. Back to life, yeah. Now I was having triplets at the time too, so I had a wife at home who was pregnant oh, this whole wow. time. And then, you're over you know, here running around with Irene Silverman. She doesn't like that at all. Your wife must have been pissed at you, man. It, it was all good. It was all. It was good. all good. As long as the money kept coming. Were you coming? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you're making yeah. a lot of overtime at this point. I'm sure you like you. You have carte blanche. Nobody's even right. No one was really starting from yeah. home, ending from home. Yeah, it, it was know. good, and we, we, you know, we, we. You had to go to Vegas too. I 
I went to Vegas. I'm yeah. sure you had your wife with triplets, triplets yeah. was happy about that, right? I yeah. was. That's for sure. She probably thought it was a scam. <laughs> your wife probably thought it was a scam. Wait a minute, you going to Florida? Now you going to Vegas? Yeah, Who's yeah. this lady? You know. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story out in Vegas. Uh, I was with uh, uh, Tony Vasquez from the Homicide Squad. I'm waiting at Denny's. We get in the car to leave. I, f- I left the case folder on the fucking oh, table. Man. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Work? Doing 100 miles an hour back to Denny's. Oh, and they my had God. It. Oh, my God. He's right. I didn't want to leave it in the car. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to leave it in the car. They're going to steal our car. I leave it in Denny's. Oh, Probably look like... It wasn't that big at that time. You guys were living high on the hog, though, eating at Denny's. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, we were saving it for gambling. We're in Vegas. We're in a Denny's in Vegas. How long before they make you come back? Like oh, it was quick. It, yeah, we didn't. A week, two weeks? No, no, it was days. Like <laughs> You've been down there for a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were a couple of guys who, who went away that I wasn't part of, and uh, who knows? You know, who knows how long they've been there for. But uh, those but are cool. Good. I mean, the, the, you know, somebody died, but those for the detective at the time when you got to do investigations and it takes you someplace cool like Vegas. Yeah, it's good. It's not bad. It's, it's perk. For every day you in know, Vegas, it's, you, it's a one day that you get stuck in that room there going through the files. That's right. No, there was always guys perk. in the Homicide Squad that spoke Spanish. They were the Dominican Republic detectives. They loved it. Right? Oh, they yeah. always yeah. used to go That's to the DR. Time. That's a good Where are you yeah. going? Oh, the yeah. DR. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. And you know what's funny? Yeah. A lot of detectives wanted to get on the... Ta- they called it the Silver, Min- or the Silver Task Force. Silver Task Force. And a lot of the detectives wanted to, to get on it. Told Who wouldn't? Yeah. And, and, you know, of course, they were the active guys that yeah. wanted to be involved. And, you know, whether we took them or not, it wasn't my decision but uh, yeah so a lot of people wanted to do the work okay the Kenny oh was it Kenny Dietz was a sergeant in the 19th then right yes and you um, wound up getting the South Homicide as a reward which was sa- great oh was it I, I didn't yeah. realize yeah probably he I was there from that, that case time. Yeah, yeah sure yeah. alright so yeah. and then Rocco Castellano was the 19th squad I remember Rocco yeah. he went to the we gotta start steering right. ship back into the dock here okay. I can't believe the second hour went by so quick but so you get back to your uh, regular detective work and your sons are twenty years old. Through all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw, and, and you make it. You make it home in time to see your sons graduate from high school. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you were like uh, Donnie Brasco. Yeah, right, right. Right. the audience don't believe it. He had tr- his wife was pregnant with triplets, and he's running to Vegas, Florida. Yeah, Florida. Uh, yep, uh, yep, yep. He's bringing home the bacon for the three. It's all little, that matters. As long as I can pay puppies. the bills. Uh-huh. As long as I can pay the bills. Just like in Donnie Brasco, you're That's getting right. the checks, aren't you? You're getting the checks, aren't you? So you got nothing to complain about. <laughs> What's that all about the checks? I need you here. Right. Oh, I got that speech. Yeah, I got that. Uh, so, um, and uh, how much time did you actually wind up doing on the job? Uh, a little less than twenty-five years. Okay. And then uh, you landed on your feet, right? I did. I actually retired to take the job. How, oh, yeah? They asked you? No, what, what happened was when I hit my 20th year, um, I started going on interviews. I wanted to see what was out there, get some practice. So I got my resume together. Uh, I went on several interviews, and some of the jobs I wanted, they didn't make an offer. I didn't get. Right. Mm-hmm. Others, they made an offer, didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Then this job came along, um, went back for like three or four interviews and felt that it was time. And I, I took it. I took two weeks off, and I started at the Harvard Club. You think that was a good idea? Yeah, great idea. You didn't need more time than that to, to kind of like, I don't know. It would have been nice. Bit? No, it would have been nice. Um, but what I did do is I took part of my terminal because if it didn't work out, you could go back. I could go back mm-hmm. without any problem right. and get my same right. you know, squad. And uh, this new place that you're working, do you mind telling the audience? No, I'm the director of security at the Harvard Club in New York City. 
Uh, it's a You're all welcome. Anybody <laughs> members of the service? You Can you speak with a Boston accent? <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, it's a great place to work. Uh, it's an exclusive club for, for Harvard alum. And what faculty. are your hours like? Uh, mostly, um, you know, 8 to 4, 8 to 5 during the week, weekends off. But I do come in on weekends sometimes. What, just need, like, if a purse is missing, you got to go on overtime? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Something you ever have to, to catch any grifters at the police? You ever have to break the old pad out, something goes missing, and you like, you go into detective yeah, mode? There's some, yeah, oh, there, yes. They're, uh, Interviewing your staff? There is, yep. There's you a lot of that. Uh, you know, there, there are union issues where, in, you know, investigations has to be have to be done for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of that. Wow, that's pretty cool. But you make a lot of connections at the Havid Club, right? No, nah, you know, because you don't really get into the members' business. You know, you you, you know, I I know them, I speak to them. You know, like you're like seen but not heard, right? Right, kind of, kind of sort of walking around. I'll have lengthy conversations once in a while, but that's, I guess, that's the guy who had the Kimes case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, do you have to do a lot of time spent like in the locker room and what you know, making sure everybody's soaping up and. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a men's club, right? I do the my uh, my staff. <laughs> we'll do that. He was caught laying naked to Sunday Times. <laughs> that new director we got. He sure likes to spend a lot yeah. of time in the, no, in the, in the, the soccer room. But you get access to all the facilities, right? I mean, whatever's in there, right? Yeah, but I can't. I can't but eat at restaurants or use the gym or anything. Oh no, no, that's for members only. Yeah. But uh, off hour? Wait a minute, you can't eat Even at the restaurant? You wouldn't do well, that, Well, right? no, I, I, look, I, I can't eat, uh, but I don't. We have a staff cafeteria, yeah, which is yeah, fine. Yeah, you, you don't want to sit with them anyway. No, well, look, I, like I said, 90, you know, 99% of them are great, really. They're, mm-hmm. they're not what you think they are, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, they're, they're, they're good people, all different opinions, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not what you think, you know, liberal, uh, conservative, independent. They're, yeah, they're, they're all, all wearing buttons. Bernie buttons now. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how does one, uh, do you have to be a graduate of Harvard to... Uh, you had to have gone there in, in some way, like whether it was the business school for I went to a party there. Can I go join them? <laughs> no, that you can't. But if you go to school of management, like we have a, a couple of... If he did of, a comedy uh, show at Harvard, would they let him Maybe, uh-huh. maybe. But we, we do have uh, a couple of... Uh, Members of the service, they're active. Whoa. That went to the Harvard uh, Management School oh, right, or whatever, right, you know, right. for that uh-huh. six-month program, yeah. And what ballpark figure, what is an annual fee? I'm always thinking about the Friars Club. When, you, when you're talking about the Harvard Club, I'm thinking about the Friars Club. Because I've been there, performed there. It's a, it's a brownstone. Oh, that's nice it's, you did that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's it's it's cool. uh, like three stories. I think it might be in some financial trouble now. I hate to say it. That's but big time. Ever since Friars he performed Club. there. Yeah. <laughs> they had to pay him so much. Yeah. They're going out of business. Yeah, Every show uh, I'm on, it closed down. Man. <laughs> no, that's, that's really So, nice. yeah, the Friars. So I think that's what I'm picturing when you say the Harvard Club. I mean, there's a place, uh, I don't know. What do you got? You have? Can you play pool there? Is there no, something? there's no there, there's uh, billiards. No billiards. There used to be, from what I understand. Pocket there pool. Was a pool. <laughs> there's probably probably uh, probably somebody got into a fight over the billiards uh, over there. No, no. But uh, I have a. There's a photo actually in the lobby of Fats Domino in one of the rooms with all the Harvard men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he did a demonstration for them, which is pretty cool. They have a lot of artwork and old photos there. Uh-huh. You know, which is really nice. Um, but there's look. We have a rooftop bar. We have uh, two restaurants. A huge workout facility. Mm-hmm. A business center, you know, banquet rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little bit of everything, and we have uh, 71 sleeping rooms, overnight rooms. Wow! So it's like a hotel. Awesome. Yeah, you know, it used to be like that too. The uh, USO, the, they had they had a, a place here in the city where if you were a former mili- uh, military, you can try to get a reservation there, and they can get a room. You might have to if you're only there by yourself. You might have to share it with somebody else, but. Right. When I first started in comedy, I remember I used to sit there and, and give out tickets to uh, try to steer people to a particular comedy club. 
Yeah. That's nitty here over there. So this story that you told today what was amazing fascinating. Story, man. Man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think it it's was a great something. Story. I want, yeah. Yeah, you know, to hear it from, you know, the uh, detective that was actually involved in there. Uh, this story never ceases to fascinate me. Every time I pick it up or I start reading something new about it, yeah. it's just the human nature and the way, how people could be like that. It's, it's just... Blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, especially a woman. The, you know, it, it, to be that ruthless. To be that ruthless. You know, literally the the black widow. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, just just ruthless. But the the sad part is, and you know, until we find Irene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's right, closure. Right, like right. really, yeah. the, you know, to us who work the case, there's no closure. You know, um, it would be nice to find to find her sure. somehow. You know, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't look good. so. I mean, like every year, I'm sure that you got to go to Vegas and see if you could find her, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> a trip to Vegas with, the other, with yeah. the other detectives, right? Yeah, we're going to go look for her. You, you know what, what I was thinking? If Kenny ever did come back, I'd love to put him in a car and drive him the route and see if we could. You could yeah, you there's know. no way to do that. Well, he's, 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 he's I mean, getting it, out, though. You know, he's, he's, yeah, it would be, I don't think they'd go from flying from San Francisco to No, New he's York definitely to a risk it. to yeah, travel. He's, he's a risk. Yeah. But if he, was, if he were to come to prison here, maybe. You never know, though. But you know? maybe he, if he, he was really interviewed at length, and maybe yeah. he would give it. Maybe up. Well, he doesn't he want to die he, in prison. He he said he, you know, uh, when when he was in front of judge, I, I you know, I, I wrapped him in a shower curtain, put him in a duffel bag, put him in a trunk, drove out to Jersey, and I dumped him in a dumpster along the way. I right. Ran away. And I, you know, he's not from here, right. so you know, he doesn't know. He probably doesn't even know. Right. You know, they stayed in those flea bag motels on Tunnelly Avenue over there. You know, hey, so. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's $40 for a short stay there, damn it. <laughs> now, this was in 98. It's probably 15. Probably 22, 50. <laughs> with the movie or not, I don't know. With the movie I remember one time I went to a place in the Bronx. I was like, how much is it for a short stay? And the guy was like, well, how long do you want to stay? I was like, I don't know, an hour? He goes, 10 bucks. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. Did they have the, the D for the code ABCD, like the restaurant? That 58, was 58 minutes in, I was like, you know what, babe? We got to wrap this up. Did that include the movie? Or no? No, no movies that day. Get your shoes and your jacket. Let's get out of here. Oh, God. Sun's going down. That's another certainly isn't the home to get caught. You need to get home to your husband. I don't want to hold yeah. you back. The kids need a mommy home to do homework. Too funny. Anyway. This was a great time, man. This it was, was for me. And, uh, thanks, guys. No, really. you were great. It was, it was great. You know, it's, a sign, it's a great time. It's like when it goes. This is probably the quickest it's ever gone for me. I mean, this is like today was flew it by. Flew by, man. Thanks. Oh, thanks thank so you. Much, I, I really appreciate. You always welcome to come back, man. Thank you. Well, if there's any new developments, you, in the, yeah, 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 come on. I'll be doing anything in LA, Florida. You want? You want backup? You know what I'm saying? No doubt. I mean, can I stay in one of those Harvard rooms if I get drunk in the area there? Yeah, yeah. You can call me. Deputize us, man. We'll come back. Yeah, yeah. All right. So thank you. On behalf of Police Off the Cuff, man, this was a great episode. I want to thank Tom for coming in here and sharing this phenomenal story with us, man. Still sending chills up my spine, but uh, we'll be back again. What are you, any parting words, Bill? Yeah, any of you TV people out there, if you want to do this story, you got to deposit five grand in his Venmo <laughs> account before he even talks to you. Or else don't bother calling him. And don't call me either. <laughs> thanks for that. I appreciate it. All right, it. thanks a lot for tuning in. Thank you, everyone. Over. Thank <laughs> you.